Meet Me for Coffee this week is brought to you by Chatter365, a brand new app that you can download on your iPhone or Android device. It features, uh, well, it's a chatting app. And uh, you can chat with your friends and it has anti-trolling software, which means, you know, I can't really swear at you or harass you. It blocks that <laughs> immediately. And uh, a good thing about uh, this app, Kadrosha, is that, you know, you speak Polish. If you speak Polish, your family in Poland can speak in their language and text you in their language. And we yes. can English back to them and it translates in between, which is absolutely amazing especially mm -hmm. for those of us who have family for me i have family in spain and uh, cyprus and whatever all over the world because whatever we were mm -hmm. we're immigrants and i yeah we mm -hmm. were part of a war but um so it's great like i'm able to speak with them in english without going to google translate and and miscommunicating oh, yeah. so you can check out that app at chatter 365 and you can pick it up on wherever you get your apps for your phone so i got the queen of paranormal on the show today and her name is kadrosha ona and uh, i said that right see yes you you actually did this is fantastic yeah we get along well i can oh, just yeah. see it now Oh, I, you know what? The, the main thing is, is to know the name off bat and, and you got a bit of a Polish Russian influence in your name and Ona yeah, is yeah. Anastasia or Anastasia. And, uh, yes. So the queen of the paranormal, that's a pretty mm -hmm. cool name. How'd you coin that name? I didn't coin it. I uh, was, uh, being interviewed years ago, 2007 and a gentleman called into the radio show and he said, I dub you the queen of the paranormal. And uh, it stuck. And so I trademarked it. And I'll tell you, it was the best move I ever made was to be able to get that trademark because so many opportunities came from there, uh, whether it was comic books or, or writing books or movies or whatever, um, because my strong suit with the paranormal is positivity, the energy of positivity. And uh, Lord knows we need that right now more than anything Absolutely. Uh, in today's world. So, uh, and yeah, that, that's paranormal because um, a lot of people are not positive. Oh, I, I totally agree with you. And, and the one thing about the paranormal thing, uh, we talk about being a medium and a psychic. So what's on the other side? Is there an afterlife? Let's, let's set this all out right now. Well, you know, it's really something, I, I guess, to each their own. I believe that there's an afterlife. Um, my son um, passed away uh, six years ago, and he, I feel he communicates uh, to me through dreams. I ask him to help me with things. Uh, the other day, um, I live in the city, and for some reason, people really are, are rude, and they're doing fireworks and all this stuff, and my poor dog, which you may hear if a firework goes off. He's in the other room and um, being watched. And so I just, you know, I just said to my son that passed away, I said, Bobby, please, please do something with your energy and interfere, you know, with the fireworks and the dog Otis, my dog Otis, and um, let's see if we can calm him down. And it was funny because like within an instant, Otis decided he didn't want to bark anymore or scratch me. And so and he went to sleep and I'm like wow and there's so many different incidents like that where um if I need advice I I, I can literally hear him and um it's it, it's amazing same thing with my grandmother 
other if I have. Um, and I'm sure things like this have happened to you with a relative that has passed away. You, you need some advice. And so you just pray to them, like, what would they do? What would they say? Uh, give me some advice. And um, I do believe there's something to it. And I've seen so many things that don't really have um, anything to do with being based in science. So what else could they be? I mean, it would have to be uh, paranormal. Um, I do believe that 98% of all paranormal and psychics can go to hell in a handbag. Um, I think it's the 2% that we actually um, look for that is called real paranormal. There's absolutely something more going on because everything does not make any sense. I've been thinking about this lately. It's like, you know, our bodies are perfectly engineered. Um, The hieroglyphs from, from Egypt have, you know, uh, an afterlife kind of depicted in it. And they, they, Mm -hmm. they they wrap their mummies and uh, put them in sarcophaguses and uh, sarcophagus or how do you say the plural? But anyway, um, you you know what I mean? Um, Yes, I know what you mean. Yeah. For an afterlife. And, the afterlife or the the heaven or when you pass on, there's got to be a higher meaning to this because there's got to, there has to be a purpose. That's what I think. You're you, well, you here that you have your energy. Where does your energy go? Where does your soul go? Do you just go to the ground and then that's it? Or do you move on? So is there a reincarnation or you go to a different dimension after this or are you still here? Uh, well, in, I, I do deal with science as well. And science has proven that we are all made out of energy. Everybody, everything, here, my desk, the cell phone, we're all made of energy. And when our bodies leave, our energy remains. Now, how do you get in touch with that energy? That's what I like to teach people. And I, um, I teach them so they can go on to teach other people about um, how to detect the energy and feel it. And that's, that's what most important is. I mean, a lot of psychic mediums, um, some of them are real good. Most of them are not. I think they play on your heartstrings. They, they, they say things that are leading questions. Hey, I used to be a cop. I was a detective. I was unit one on the gang task force. I'm a real tough woman. And um, I think detectives make better psychics than anybody because of the way they question and the way they look and the things that they look for to question. Like if they ask you something, they're looking to see if you clench your jaw, your eyes go up, this, that, the other thing, you know, they may want to reach over and see, you know, shake your hand. I mean, can they feel your pulse going up your wrist? I mean, there's so many different techniques that um, a detective can use to see what would be the next leading question? And psychics do this all the time. Uh, the bad ones do. The good ones know right off the bat. But, you know, you can feel the energy. I like to have people um, feel the energy and learn from me instead of me constantly talking at them and telling them what their dead relatives are saying. I want them to feel it for themselves. So that's what makes me a, a little bit different from everybody else. I fully agree. I mean, I went to a psychic fair once and I went with a friend and the psychic told me the exact same thing that he told my friend. Oh, that's funny. Cause I, from time to time, I'll go to a psychic fair. I'll bring my kids with me and I'll bring some friends and uh, because it's work related, you know, I do pay for it for everybody and we will go in and out of one psychic's booth you know, randomly, 
and not let the person know that we're related or friends or whatever. And lo and behold, you get the same reading. And so, yeah, that has happened a lot, a lot. Let's talk about the most freaky experience you've had. You, you do, do ghost hunting as well, right? Yeah, I like it. Um, I really do. I started out with my oldest son, uh, the one that passed away. Um, he had Tourette syndrome and he was riveted by this show called Ghost Stories of New England, which was on regional uh, television here in New England, about six states. And so I went to the producer. I asked, can we do some filming? Um, My son has Tourette's and this is something that kind of keeps his attention span. And so that's how we started uh, doing, um, you know, the the ghost stories and things like that. And um, it's just phenomenal. And I forgot the question you asked me. (laughs) It's been a long day, honey. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, yeah. What was the most freaky experience okay. you ever the, the, encountered? The freaky experience I ever encountered. Um, I'm going to have to say going through the Hoosack Tunnel. Um, and that's in Florida, Massachusetts, and North Adams, Massachusetts. It's the one, uh, the West Portal is in North Adams, and the East Portal is in. Um, of Florida, Massachusetts. And it, I mean, it's a five mile granite tunnel straight through a mountain, uh, which borders the Hoosack River. And then you've got the Hoosack Mountain Range. And um, I'm the only ghost hunter that was allowed to go through there with permission from Pan Am Rail Services that owned it at the time. Um, and so I went through. Zach Baggins was not granted permission. Ghost hunters not granted permission. A reason why I was granted permission is because I did a lot of volunteering for the um, the retiring CEO at that time and he liked the way that I presented the paranormal heavy in history um, not running around oh my god I heard something kind of thing and uh, I kept the integrity of the facility you know the train tunnel so I went through there and um the trains were not scheduled to go through. This was a coordinated effort. And so we're in there and all of a sudden, like, I just got this creepy feeling. I think there's a train coming. And so we got up along the side and every 300 feet, we had to run. There were three of us, a cameraman, my son, and uh, my other son, younger. And we ran and climbed into like a little cubby into the side of the wall. It was about a foot, about a foot up off the ground. And it was only about a foot deep. And we just jumped in there, all three of us. And I stuck my hand across and grabbed my older son's hand to keep my young son in there. And this train came out of absolutely nowhere, just nowhere. And at that point, we um, we just started running. That was extremely unnerving. And there was another point in there where we had, we trained for this five mile, you know, uh, one way. So we trained walking, how long it would take. We had uh, safety things, you know, we brought water, food, band-aids, <laughs> you name it. And we figured on the outset how long it would take us to go through the tunnel. And so uh, when we got out of the tunnel on the West portal, um, we were, it was very weird because like we came out over two and a half hours over the point that it would have taken us. And it was like, we were lost time somehow. And we're all talking, uh, literally uh, saying the same thing at the same time. And didn't, we didn't feel time, you know, went 
array, but um, it was just very scary. That was really unnerving because we couldn't figure it out. But UFO specialists, they experts, that they would say that that was something of almost like an alien abduction. And I'm like, I didn't think we were abducted, but hey, who knows? Uh, but it was just really unnerving that you could train for something and give yourself an allowance of time in case something happened. Uh, and we were constantly on the move and we ended up losing two and a half hours of time. So that's one I can't figure out. And that's extremely unnerving. So I would have to say that would be the one. Mm-hmm. It sticks out like a sore thumb. Yes, it does. <laughs> when, when, when did you uh, discover your, your skill with like the, uh, What's it called? The intuition to connect with people on the on either side. Well, um, I'm gonna have to say I was born with it. Uh, I know a lot of people say that, and yeah, uh, I was. I have over seven generations. I've uh, like my babcha, uh, my starabapka. That's my babcha rogala. So, like my grandmother and my uh, great grandmother and other uh, relatives uh, in Russia, Poland, um, that were dream interpreters, uh, spirit communicators. And so I had the ability extremely young and um, my mother didn't have it and my children have it. My daughter has it, but she just rather just do social media. instead. <laughs> she runs the social media site. But uh, yeah, very, very young. And I thought everybody had this ability and they didn't. So I was kind of like a freaking nature, I guess, at that point, because we moved away and, you know, trying to do all that paranormal stuff. And people thought you're a real wacko. <laughs> and what do you say to those people who say you're absolutely crazy when you say I can connect with somebody from, from your, your, your dead family? And well, I say, you know what, you know, you call me a name you want, but I bet you when I leave you after I show you how to feel the energy of the past, you're going to be singing a different tune. I have not had one person ever say they have not felt something because there is something to it. And what I, what I like to use is uh, dowsing rods because dowsing rods have been around for thousands of years um, to detect water, minerals, gold, Mm -hmm. and also energy, the energy from them. So I use them to detect the energy of the past. And of course, you're going to take safeguards. You're not going to be near an electric outlet, a huge panel. You don't want to be near a water main. Um, You don't want to be near an open window, you know, the wind blowing or a fan. You really want to concentrate by holding the dowsing rods. And I let other people hold them. And I just put my hands up and try to focus the energy in on the dowsing rods. And I ask people to uh, connect with their relatives if their relatives are there the rods will move if the relatives are not there it won't move and i've never had a bad experience by anybody they've enjoyed themselves and then i teach them how to uh go home and take regular coat hangers and try it you know on their own and um we've had a lot of success that way and so that that's how I solve that problem with people trying to ask, you know, telling me that I'm crazy. It's like, well, why don't we give it a try then? Well, I tell you and, to give uh, it a try on me, but I want to sleep tonight. So, um, <laughs> you know, just, just going into like a house, a haunted house. I don't know. Like that'd be probably the first time I go pick up some depends and actually just wear them just in case something happens. I don't know how people do it. Well, I think if they go in groups, there's um, safety in numbers. 
I never tell anyone to go by themselves. Uh, when I was doing uh, filming for the, you know, the paranormal, um, in fact, I do a lot of filming for the paranormal, but uh, when I started off, I just had my son follow me and uh, we did it that way. So it was like live to tape and the things that would happen like right in front of the camera and the, the voices you could hear, um, like we were down in the tunnels uh, in Salem, Massachusetts. There's a whole uh, tunnel series under the streets leading from Derby Wharf where the uh, boats used to come in. And it started before the terrace when the king was, uh, you know, at rule. And um, this is before the wars and everything. And um, then it went into the terrace when, uh, you know, we, we became a country. And so they have these tunnels there and they want to escape taxation is what it was. And so they'd bring the cargo in under the, under the streets into houses or directly into the stores. So uh, we were in there. Uh, we were the last people to be in there before they collapsed the tunnels because they were expanding wow. um, not only sewer lines, but gas lines, electric lines and stuff like that. So, um, I thought I was bleeding. And I, I said to my son, I said, am I bleeding? And all of a sudden you hear red. <laughs> I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it until playback. And I'm like, wow. So ghosts knew the color red. I thought that was amazing. So yeah, there's a lot of freaky things, you know, that, um, that go on. But I am a, a person that says go in groups because sometimes when the energy does, you know, uh, connect with you, uh, you could get dizzy. You might feel like you're having you know, pressure on your chest, on your knees get weak. And, and in fact, when we do the dowsing rods, I always have somebody stand behind the person because I'm afraid they're going to go down to their knees. And this has happened many Not times intense. because they don't know, like they just start watering their eyes. They, they don't even know they're crying and they're all confused. Like, why is I feel this way? And I said, that's the energy from the past. It's, it's coming, uh, you know, close to your energy field. And again, my hands are like this. I'm, I'm not touching them. I'm not anything. And they're experiencing all this stuff. And they even have visions of their loved ones. They can smell the perfume. Uh, it, it's, it's amazing. And this is why um, it's important to teach what the energy of uh, the path, what it feels like, uh, instead of just telling someone a reading or giving someone a reading and, and telling them all that, I want them to feel it for themselves. Well, that obviously that's the, the best part because you know feeling yeah. feeling your 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 loved one right in front of you would be pretty surreal to be honest. Like I have, uh, you know, I, I think that my grandmother she still kind of lingers around me all the time, and you know, uh, when somebody passes on, you don't realize what kind of bond you have with them until. They they cross over. Well, I still believe there's an afterlife, but uh, yeah. until uh, until I pass on, I'll never really know, right? Um, but this has become more the queen of the paranormal thing has become more than just uh, you doing the paranormal stuff. You you appeared in movies. You you you've been yes. uh, started writing a, a children's series of books, uh -huh. which you're uh, you're on the third the third installment now that's about to be released. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I'm very busy. Um, what I'm trying to do is take hard-hitting lessons for children, probably preschool to grade two, and put it in a very palatable, positive manner. Um, we're dealing with abuse situations. We're dealing with sexual abuse, harassment, bullying, um, all of these uh, different issues 
on a child's level using uh, dinosaurs and, and other animals and making it as simple and as palatable as possible with a positive outcome. Uh, for instance, we uh, one of the books was, um, I don't want to give it all away, I'm trying to sum it up. What, one of the characters had a bruise. And so everyone ran around getting an adult, telling the adult, oh my God, a bruise, a bruise. And the, I guess not the moral is, but the positive outcome was, yes, you do go get an adult. You ha go get an adult when someone has a bruise. But the positive outcome is they got the bruise because they saved a kitten in a tree. So not every bruise is something that's going yeah. to be horrible. It's a little bit of a lesson that, yes, you were right, go get an adult. But on the other hand, it was a positive experience. You just got a bruise, you know? It, hey, life happens. So um, everything's not a horror show. <laughs> so that's what I'm trying to, you know, influence inside the children's books. I think that that's important. But then in the comic series, we've got um, a whole bunch of different takes. We do whatever I do in a comic book, I actually have done it in real life. So um, th that aside. Then I do a comic book with... Um, celebrities uh, Jimmy Starr, Ron Russell, and Eileen Shapiro. We do celebrity ghost hunters. And uh, we did um, our first celebrity ghost hunting uh, video show went viral. The second one went viral. And I combined those two shows and uh, made up a comic book. So everything you're reading in the comic book, uh, Celebrity Ghost Hunters, and, and you see in the pictures, that actually happened. It'll back it up. We've got the tape to prove it, and it's on the internet. So that's amazing. And now we're coming out with a movie called uh, Ghost, The Celebrity Ghost Hunters, the movie. So that's going to be fun. So when the pandemic gets to a reasonable state that we can actually start working again, um, then we'll be able to continue and film that movie. That's incredible. Uh, I wish you all the best in your success. Thank you. Where, where, where can people pick up the comic book? Well, they can go to my website at um, queenoftheparanormal.com. It's right there on my shop, store page. Or if you want to go to um, Jimmy Starr, Ron Russell, or Elaine Shapiro, they're right there on Facebook. They're on all social media. You can go to my website as well and look them up there if you want to purchase it from them. So, um, And if people want to get in contact with you directly for maybe like a, a reading or something like that, they can just go to your website? They go, then go to the website. I have books for sale. I have DVDs. I have Voices of the Dead, Volume 1 and Volume 2. And um, just a whole bunch of fun stuff. Um, a lot of things. Um, yeah, you, you'll see a lot of things, especially different news projects that we're doing. Um, I'm working. I'm the, actually the, the face of uh, airport TV streaming services. And so I do a lot of uh, PSAs for the airports. And um, also I have a show called Paranormal News, uh, Supernatural News Bullets. And that can only be seen at the airport. There are little, uh, little clips of um, supernatural happenings. So that's oh, wow. really cool. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show. Well, I'm glad you had me. Got to have me again. And you know what? I'll do a reading for you. Get a hold of me after the show. And uh, I can do a brief reading for you. Awesome. Thank you.